When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Happy Friday on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071. We are streaming live at MyTalk1071.com and we are doing everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, And these are the three things you need to hear to get about your day. It's the three at 1203. Give me three. You got it. It's the three. I'll need three things. At 1203. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? Here's what we have for you behind door number three. Remember that one time yesterday when we heard no. that there was going to be a, a version of Perfect, the Ed Sheeran song, as a duet with Beyonce and that it was dropping at like midnight last night? Remember that, member? Remember that, Brad? Yeah. It dropped. Oh. You want to hear it? Yeah. You know what? I'm sorry. If you go to a wedding this year, you're going to hear that song over and oh, over well, and over doing the and rest over of the and over and over. Going to a wedding. <laughs> I think it's beautiful. You don't oh, like it. Yeah, it's beautiful. Okay. I love Ed Sheeran. I love that song. I know. And I then know, you hear her voice. I just need some fat beats right now. Okay. Well. Fat beat Friday. You said beat, right? Fat beat. Yeah. What did you think I said? Beef. All right. Moving on. I'll take a fat beat Friday. <laughs> Sounds we like had door number two. Let's see what we've got. Speaking of Fat Beef Friday, we got an attorney general in uh, Michigan, Colleen. Yeah, so we, we we didn't get a chance to talk about this yesterday, but this uh, this candidate for attorney general is using the scandals of late to share a message. She has a unique take. She has a unique take. Appealing to voters. That's a good. That's a good way to say. If the last few weeks has taught us anything, it's that we need more women in positions of power, not less. So, when you're choosing Michigan's next attorney general, ask yourself this. Who can you trust most not to show you their penis in a professional setting? 
Is it the candidate who doesn't have a penis? I'd say so. Pundits and insiders are asking, can we afford to have a female governor, a female attorney general, and a female secretary of state? Well, I read the news, and I bet you do too. And it has me wondering, can we afford not to? You won't find me using your hard-earned tax dollars to silence victims or join right-wing lawsuits that make it harder for you to get health insurance. I'll be too busy doing what I've always done, going to bat for the people who need it most and winning. Yes, I'm a woman. That's not a liability. That's an asset. I'm Dana Nessel. I approve of putting more women on the ticket in November. And I approve this message. And she does not have a penis. Mm-hmm. Thus, she won't be showing it to anyone. Hey, look, I think uh, for 2018, I know there's a big election around the corner. I honestly think uh, candidates without a penis are going to do real well. Mm. Yeah. Because candidates with a penis haven't been doing a great job, is this all is I'm true. saying. This is a good point. You make a good point. You make a good so point. So what party will you stand for in the fall? Party with a penis or party without a penis? Colleen, I ask you. I just want to isolate that and listen to that over and over and over again. Party without a penis. That's what you're voting for? Party I just, without a penis? I'm just for that party. Okay. Uh, but not that I'm against the other one. I'm just saying I think there's a lot, a lot less risk of seeing, you know, surprise uh, happy places. Yeah. That's all. All right. Moving right along. And here it is behind door number one. Fat Beef Friday here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. And behind door number one, speaking of beef and someone who doesn't eat beef, Pamela Anderson, she's been making a name for herself, saying really dumb things lately. But let's just let's listen. She did have some interesting things to say about Harvey Weinstein. And then uh, we'll get to the zinger. He's very intimidating. And I was doing a movie, Superheroes or something. I barely remember it. And I played the invisible girl with an invisible dog. And, you know, as a PETA activist and animal activist, I don't work with animals in film because they're treated horribly. And so I said, if I have an invisible dog, I just want to make sure there's no dog there. And I can't do the film if there's going to be a dog in the film. And that was it. And then he called and said, you little, you're so lucky that I put you in a film and you're Pamela Anderson. You don't deserve anything. If you don't do this, you'll never work in this town again. And this whole thing. And I was like, never in my life I've been talked about. And I've had some really bad boyfriends and I've never been talked to this way. Were you surprised when you heard all the women coming out about him? No. (laughs) I think it was common knowledge um, that certain producers or certain people in Hollywood are people to avoid. You know what you're getting into if you go to a hotel room alone. Mm. Um, okay, so she does this thing where she's like, oh, me too, hashtag me too, kind of, right? Like, mm-hmm. she's not giving a direct experience of she sexual assault or harassment. She basically just says he was a jerk. She's like, yeah, I knew he was creepy. Yeah. Also, by the way, uh, women who go up to his hotel room um, are dumb. Okay, <clears throat> you're a woman. I have thoughts and opinions, but mm-hmm. I would like to defer to Party Without a Penis over here on the other side of the <laughs> dais. I, you know, it, it's that's the part that I think is so mind numbing to me is that she was able to like go halfway there and then victim blame. It was like, yeah, he was a total jerk. I had experiences with him being a jerk, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, all of you women who were victimized by him, your fault for going up to the room in the first place. So here's uh, here was the thing that I thought about. I think like she's right Women should, in the sense that, like, no, women shouldn't go into the rooms of men who sexually assault women. Mm-hmm. Of course. Right. Like, who would argue with that? Right. However, we, that's hindsight. Of course. 
you even if you've heard stories about people like the way we operate in the universe is you know you hear stories about people but at the end of the day you're like well i mean that's not been my experience and i'm an adult that person's an adult i'm going to assume that adults are going to behave like adults mm-hmm. otherwise honestly you won't be able to get anything done in the world because right. there, because we will all be paralyzed by rumors and innuendo. Uh, and so it, it's just it's it, it's just a little tone deaf to say, let's look at the obvious in the rearview mirror and judge people in the past. You can't do that. Right. Like, it's also easy for Pamela Anderson to say here after she's had a lengthy career, she's famous, etc., Often the people who Harvey Weinstein was victimizing were people who were trying to get a a foothold in Hollywood, trying to get a role. And and also and again, and to add to that, that hindsight piece. And also think about put yourself again, put yourself in the position. You are an aspiring actor in Hollywood. Mm hmm. And Harvey Weinstein Weinstein. wants to have a meeting with you. Now you're like. Okay, I've I've heard some things, but this is a huge opportunity, and I'm you know I'm fully self aware. I can take care of myself, and oh my god, he's masturbating in front of me. Right, like I can right. just see so many times where normal people just walk into experiences right. like that, even if they had thought maybe that was a possibility, not thinking it was actually going to happen. Also, keeping in mind that he had grooming techniques, and 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 often it included an assistant who would have been there at the time, and maybe the assistant would have accompanied them to the room. And yeah, then if I'm feel... that person, I'm like, oh, I mean, I'm not alone, so yeah. I'll be okay. And then all of a sudden, the assistant disappears, and the door is locked, and he's naked. Yeah. I mean, I just what what frustrates me is the inability to see. The nuance of the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Take I mean, I'm glad Pamela. we have it all figured out, you guys. I mean, seriously, over the last few weeks, I've just been so proud of us for being right all the time <laughs> about all of this. Holly, you all too. Of it. Yeah. Holly's busy on the phone. Good. Um, Taking calls from people who from are people probably who angry. are angry right now. So, you know, I'm sorry that you're angry. I'm sorry if you feel that way. <laughs> yeah. But you should have known better when you opened the door and came into our show. <laughs> too soon. I mean, I thought it was funny. Okay. How's it going over there, Halls? It's all right. Uh, are we? Do we have anger in, uh, in the trenches? Not necessarily anger. Okay. There are opinions, though. Oh, so. interesting. We like opinions. Yeah. yeah. And um, the the awesome thing is, I bet you know Elizabeth Reese will have some opinions. She will uh, have uh, opinions. She will bring the stories, and I'm pretty sure we will throw the opinions at, at her. her. Oh, great. Yes. Yeah, so she will be here wow. catching we opinions. Are feisty today. It's Friday, man. It's yeah. been a, it's been a week. Uh, we've had a couple difficult days. She, can I say something though? No. This is a safe space. So no matter what your thoughts and appeal, what do you what? what? <laughs> Nothing going. What was that? I was laughing with Holly because I said no, and then you kept going. Yeah, because I because you know I'm not me. listening. Okay, go ahead. Uh, no, I because I am talking to the listener, the yeah. more important okay. important person in the room. It's a safe space. This is a safe space. Uh-huh. So, like, regardless of what our opinions are, the thing that has been enjoyable over the last week is to hear what other people's opinions are, even when you're like, "What?" Because you get a sense. I get a sense, and I'm sure you feel the same way. We get a sense of what people are thinking. And here's the cool thing. If people are thinking about these things, that is so much more awesome than it was, 
you know, a few months ago, a few mm-hmm. years ago, mm-hmm. people just wouldn't talk about it in polite company. Right. And now we're all kind of having thoughts and feels and we're learning things about people. So stick with us, man, and uh, we'll all be just fine. Yeah, we're just we're going to have some uncomfortable situations, yeah. some uncomfortable conversations, and then we'll get back to uh, the good old fashioned fun that you've come to expect Look, from we us. We got food to eat. In the mm-hmm. show, we've got Cheat Day Friday. We've got all sorts of fun and laughter for you as well. Absolutely. That's a promise. Uh, and Elizabeth Reese coming up next with her Dirt Alert here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Lori and Julia. Julia, now in the season time of marijuana, we're not talking about the 70s and 80s. Now people know the difference between sativa and adinka. I don't know. Donnie, do you know the difference between those two? Because Lori is assuming we all do. I, I thought those were natural sweeteners. <laughs> it does. No, Adinka. No. I'd no. like to have an Adinka. <laughs> no, ad- or give me the Indica. Indica. It's called okay, Indica. I love better that you called it Adinka. No, Indica. Indica. <laughs> no, Adinka. I know. Indica. 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 I want to order. I'm going to Seattle to order Adinka. Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese has brought a pile of Friday dirt for us on her Dirt Alert. Oh, boy. Hi, Elizabeth. Hi, you guys. It's nice to be with you. Emphasis on the word pile. It is a real pile. The pile of boys at the Today Show. Oh. Here's what Page Six is reporting. Their headline today, that Today Show was a total boys club during Lauer's tenure. So this is what you've been talking about, too, the last couple of days, Bradley. The secret keepers, those who knew, those who enabled people like Matt Mm -hmm. Lauer to sexually harass women in the workplace. Place. Who are they and are they going to be held accountable? Well, listen to this. Top NBC News executives received complaints about Matt Lauer's alleged sexual misconduct long before he was fired. But what did they do? They chose to protect him. Mm-hmm. This is what current and former staffers have told The Post. Uh, there are other reports about this, too. Uh, one Current Today Show staffer said everybody at NBC knew about Matt Lauer's sexually inappropriate behavior and knew not to talk about it. Women did complain about his behavior, and there were a lot of closed-door meetings before it was all brushed under the carpet. Another source saying some women did report it and were scared of the repercussions it would have on their careers. They complained, and nothing was done. And in other news... Uh, being reported multiple by multiple outlets that at least some of Matt Lauer's Today Show co-hosts were putting on a show when they acted like they were so surprised uh, about mm. his sexually inappropriate behavior and his subsequent firing. Uh, one staffer says Matt's sexual conquests were general office fodder. There was constant innuendo in the office about which woman had just had sex with Matt and which one would be next. All the women on air knew is what another female staffer said. El, Ro- uh, El Roker knew, and they all feared Matt. And Matt controlled all of the women on the show and had all the men bowing and scraping to okay, him. Okay, so when you are listening to uh, these stories and these people coming out and you say to yourself... This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the... 
must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Why didn't people come forward earlier? Well, yeah. Please listen to all of those things. Right. That so is why. Who's accountable to that? I mean, the yeah. only people that you can say, I mean, you could you could make the argument that everyone has a responsibility to blow the whistle on bad behavior, right? You can make that argument. As, but when it comes to the gatekeepers and the secret keepers, it's the management. It's the management who knew um, but they're all paid less than Matt Lauer. Mm-hmm. So when you have somebody within your organization in a position of absolute power, you are asking for trouble. I will also. Can you just read the last? Do you, do you have access to the last sentence? The way you phrase that, there was something that, that Matt made... controlled all of the women on the show and had all of the men bowing and scraping to him. So I do believe that that is probably very accurate, but I would also say that that's kind of misleading because I do think, and this is maybe another aspect of this whole, you know, torrent, this whole chapter we've been living through is that I hope people will look at how organizations are capable of sort of perpetuating this kind of behavior, because Mm -hmm. I don't think it's just as simple as one person Mm -hmm. having the thumb on everybody. It's all of these individual I'm out for myself. Yeah. Uh, decisions that people make on a day-to-day basis. Mm -hmm. Like I'm just not going to say anything because that's not my place. And I don't want to get in the middle of it. And I don't want to be a part of it. Yeah. And I think that's like the uncomfortable place we can all relate to that. I would hope people start to poke at and look at and decide if that's healthy. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think we can all relate to that part. And then on the other hand, it's, it's, I don't want to get involved because it's not my place. And then it's responding to direct threats. I mean, that's the kind of culture that is being talked about here at the Today Show. Uh, Here's what one source is saying. The most horrible thing was that he made it clear to the women that he had affairs with. Some of them were longer term affairs. Some were one night stands. Some were uh, whatever. But he apparently, according to these staffers, when he was done with these women, he was done. And he would make those decisions and move forward. And that he made it clear that if they ever spoke out or crossed him, they would be fired from the show. Negative stories leaked about them and their careers would be destroyed. Here's what that source says. It is insulting to see the pretend shock on the faces of the people at Today after Lauer was fired. This is just theatrics. I I wholeheartedly believe that because, you know, there were a lot of people looking the other way. Well, Mm -hmm. and then you can think about Matt Lauer's strategies, you know, and all of the rumors about, you know, how he treated Ann Curry and what happened and kind of his. Um, ability since Katie Couric left to kind of keep this revolving door of female co-hosts so that he was the one constant and he was the one who was constantly in charge and no matter what Savannah Guthrie is not going to have as much clout as him because Mm -hmm. she's only been there for a few years and you know when you take a step back and you really do think about the hierarchy there there may have been people obviously that were above him like you like you said Elizabeth but but in that instance when he's the one making the organization the money yeah and he's making the most money i mean most most places don't have that kind of operating scale right where the people above you make less than you do it's like pro sports yeah and media and entertainment is where that happens the hierarchy is all muddled yeah hopefully this is also a lesson to the executives in charge that you don't want to have somebody in an organization that's making 
10 times what the person they're working with. And that's anybody. Yeah. yeah. But look at like Roger Ailes. I mean, that's anybody. This culture that we have, I mean, you can go so far deep down a hole in this where this culture that we have that there are, you know, there are people in organizations, every corporation, that they are making such astoundingly more, much more money than the lowest paid person on the totem pole, where that didn't happen 50, 100 years ago. That's a power dynamic that mm-hmm. has clearly real implications. Yeah, it absolutely does. And uh, there we go with Matt Lauer. I mean, here... Here it is. And mm-hmm. his attorney's apparently trying to get his payout for the rest of his contract. 30 million. Yeah. Okay, let's have a couple of fun other new things. Uh, Stranger Thank Things you. renewed for yes! season three. I'm so excited. This is fun news. That was just announced this morning. So the gang is going to return for at least one more sci-fi adventure. So uh, we'll see. We don't know when. We don't know how many episodes. Those we kids, don't know any though, of that. those kids are having their moment right now. Oh, yeah, I just so fun. put out a warning I haven't seen Not the second be a season yet. Are you bringing a wet blanket to the party? I have so few good things to report these I know. days. I, just, I have Thank thought you. with those children, Elizabeth. we better be really careful with them. Because, you know, we have been celebrating them in our culture because they we love the show and we love them. But yeah. remember what happens when we do that to kids? Sometimes things can go bad. No. I'm just saying. It's true. But look, sometimes it doesn't go bad. Look at the Harry Potter kids. It's true. It's true. They're I'm just saying, let's be careful. Look at Ron okay. Howard, everybody. Yes. Thank oh. you. Look at Ron Howard. Uh, Kaylee Cuoco is engaged. She uh, is engaged again. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm not really. Oh my gosh. Somebody put salt in Bradley's coffee this morning. <laughs> what happened? Uh, her 26-year-old boyfriend proposed to her, and she is just delighted. Yes, she has been married before. I think she was engaged before. Twice mm-hmm. before this one, I think. She was married once, and then... Yeah, engaged maybe. another time, right? Yeah, she was married to Ryan yeah, because Sweeting. I, I did not Ryan like Sweeting. her yeah. while she yes. was trying to take Henry Cavill off the market from the rest of us. And he still harbors that anger. But then remember after she dumped him and he was heartbroken. It was it was a rough path. It was hard for them. Bradley and Henry Cavill. Yes. <laughs> then she went on and found some other guy in like five minutes. Yeah. And Listen, oh, she, do, she does her she thing. She does her thing. And Scarlett Johansson and Colin Jost Take their romance public, and I love this one. Love, love, love. Elizabeth Reese, thank you so much for that Dirt Alert. You can catch her on Twin Cities Live at 3 o'clock and her next Dirt Alert at 520. Now we need a caller to play our 30-second pop culture challenge. 651-641-1071. Five questions, 30 seconds. You could win a prize if you get them all right on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. Entertainment. Five questions, 30 seconds. You could win a prize, but only at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer, And this is your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. And who's on the phone today and what are they playing for? We've got Kim on the line. And Kim, you are playing for a My Talk 1071 t shirt. Are you ready? Yay. Kim, the yeah. timer will begin after I ask the first question. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay, good. Now, here we go. Jennifer Lopez got her start as a fly girl on what 90s TV show? In Living Color. Adam West played what superhero on, the TV, on TV in 1960s? Batman. Mark Summers hosted what classic kids TV game show? Oh, it was a slime. Pass. Who is Curious George's best friend? 
Man with the red, man with the yellow hat. Mark Summers hosted what classic kids TV game show? Oh, what is it? So close. Double dare. Double dare. Yeah, it was the one with the slime. Yeah, but you were close. Not close but enough, not, though, you, Kim. But no T-shirt. Kim, you can We're play sorry. any old day at 1230. Thank you for playing today. Uh, we play the 30-second pop culture challenge every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley show. Okay, Bradley, yesterday, remember, yes. we talked about Geraldo Rivera. Ooh, you, creepy. You, it's not a man I would like to see naked. No, but he would be happy to show you that um so yesterday you brought him up because of you know he went on kind of like a weird twitter rant and somebody came after matt lauer after matt lauer uh basically kind of defending matt, matt and uh the internet which regulates itself social media uh somebody on twitter shared a video of bet midler telling her story of a time when he and his producer uh shoved her in a bathroom uh, gave her poppers. I don't even really know what is that. Like, it's is that like a yeah, isn't it amyl nitrate? It's basically it's gonna heighten your sexual um, experience. And then you it know, was very big in the seventies and, and the gays, her up. Uh, in modern times. Okay, okay, let's move away from that. Anyway, Geraldo. Um, so we talked about that yesterday. We were waiting to hear if he would apologize to her. She was thankful that that video came out. Well, guess what. He's apologized, and I've got more to tell you about Geraldo, but first I want to read you this apology. This is his apology. Please tune your ears to this. 27 years ago, I wrote a tawdry book depicting consensual events in 1973. 45 years ago, I've deeply regretted its distasteful and disrespectful tone, and I've refrained from speaking about it. I'm embarrassed and profoundly sorry to those I mentioned and have again apologized and have, I have, and again, apologize to anyone offended. Although I recall the time Bette Midler has alluded to much differently than she, that does not change the fact that she has a right to speak about, speak out and demand an apology from me for, in the very least, publicly embarrassing her all those years ago. Bet I apologize. Thoughts? I mean, I, I don't... Uh, I, no. Mm-hmm. Why do no? (laughs) So let's actually talk about that book. Uh, That book is a book that Geraldo wrote, and it is called "Exposing Myself." This is an autobiographical (laughs) book. Seems appropriate. Now, I didn't know. I had forgotten about this book, and then a friend of mine mentioned it last night, and I thought, okay, I got to learn more about this book. And part of me thought, I want to read this book. I think, but then. Then I uh, realized that there were there are better people who have done the work for us, including but not limited to Erin Gloria Ryan from The Daily Beast. She's a journalist who did the work of showing up at the library very early yesterday morning, checking the book out and reading the 400 page trope about Geraldo Rivera's sexual ex- ex- exploits in that in those years. He wrote this book in response to the fact that. There was word that that there would be a leak of inappropriate relationships he'd had. So he decided to get in front of the story, even though his lawyer and his wife at the time and his manager and everybody said, don't do that. This is not a good idea. He went ahead and did it anyway. 
in the book, he does characterize that event that Bette Midler told us about yesterday where she says that she, it was not consensual. She says that he and a producer locked her in a bathroom and essentially sexually assaulted her. Yeah. This is what he says in the book, okay? This is his own writing in Geraldo Rivera's book, Exposing Myself. Okay? He says, we were in the bathroom preparing for the interview. Can we just hit the pause button on that? Is that where you prepare for interviews? In the bathroom? No, generally not. Okay. Unless it's an interview about you know hemorrhoids or yeah, Something like that. Uh, we were in the bathroom preparing for the interview, and at some point I put my hands on her breasts. In in his version of the story, Bette Midler was totally into it. And then they, you know, just, you know. It was the 70s, man. Everybody was groping. Hands were all over the place. And, you know. He's he's Geraldo, man. He was a hot journalist. And he also says that she was totally into the groping and then they had sex. So his version of the story a little bit different, but I have to tell you, as I'm like, I, I read through and, and I highly recommend that if you are interested at all in this book, rather than check it out yourself or purchase it worse, um, just read this article in the daily beast about it because she does a really good job of, of kind of distilling it down to the most kind of sleazy points, which are that he just had, had a lot of sex with a lot, a lot of people. Can I just, can I just put you in the mind of Geraldo Rivera for I a moment? I don't want to go there. It no, is as empty as Al Capone's oh, tomb. Oh, it's not so empty. It's not so empty. Safe. Safe, it sorry. It was not a tomb. It was actually a vault. Vault, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. It was a safe. Empty. It was a disgustingly cheap attempt mm-hmm. at uh, fame, which we all fell for once. Shame yep. on us. Yeah, never again. Not shaming us again, mm-hmm. Geraldo Rivera. Let me just read. Do you remember back in 2013... When he took his half-naked mm-hmm. selfie. Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Yeah, I if do. If you don't remember, you know, and okay, let me just read to you what Geraldo Rivera said of that time. Okay. Like what led him. Okay, so for those of you who weren't there or don't remember, he took pictures of himself half-naked in a mirror and it was kind of like, hey, look at this. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he explained, there I was 2.30 in the morning on Sunday morning. You know. I do the show Saturday night. I did a great show on black on black crime and race relations and the Trayvon Martin fallout and federal charges. And I get home and there's no one to talk to. Everyone's asleep. And you just sit around. I had a drink and, you know, I had taken that picture on Saturday morning and I was looking at it just going through. And I said, you know, I had to tweet this thing. I look pretty good for a 70 year old. No, no. That is the mind of the person yep. we're talking about. Yep. What the hell <laughs> is he? What is that? I, I it was 2.30 in the morning. I've been talking that. about black on black crime, <sighs> looking at my half naked selfies. I got a post <laughs> I that had a thing. drink. I thought I better share this. Look, ain't nothing that you think is a good idea at 2.30 in the morning on a weekend a good idea. <laughs> It Especially when you've had that idea with your friend Jack Daniels. Yes. Okay. Well, more on Geraldo Rivera. Never. We'll be back after this. I mean, unless he, you know. <laughs> Does something yeah. noteworthy. When we come back, uh, we've got our friend Molly Vandenberg from Google telling us what's been trending this week. And I'm going to apologize in advance. It's going to be more of the same thing. But other things as well.
Okay. <laughs> Sell it. We'll be back after this. Lori and Julia. The thing that I've not really noticed until this year is having a cold is I have been sneezing for 10 days. And that is a sneeze and a pee for all of you oh God. who don't know oh. what oh sneezing oh, sneeze is. I didn't know what you meant. I thought it was just snotty, no, snotty. I am sneezing. Even if I've just gone to the bathroom, sneeze. Oh, oh that's oh, unfortunate. I am sick of it. All right, I we don't. have a winner oh, for this celebrity God. voice. It took, oh, no. it took a while. I hate to be interrupted during Lori's. <laughs> Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Sneezing, peeing story, Holly. Do you know? Sneeze. Do you know? It's sneeze. We've got a new word. Lori and Julia with producer Donnie Love on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. The radio home of getting through the day so we can go home and watch our shows. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. What's been trending on Google this week? That's what we're talking about on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And this is our Google Trends expert. You better see this. There's something new trending. It's time to talk Google Trends with someone who knows what you're looking for. What are all those websites in your search history? With a Google Trends expert, here are Colleen and Bradley. And our friend Molly Vandenberg is on the line. Hi, Molly. Hi, Molly. Hey, Colleen and Bradley. Thanks again for having me. Happy, Happy Friday. Friday. Oh, jinx. You owe me soda. Um, hey, Molly. So uh, I suppose it goes without saying that Matt Lauer and Garrison Keillor were trending this week. Yes, that was definitely the biggest news of the week, and we saw people really flocking to Doodle to learn more, obviously following allegations of sexual harassment and assault in the workplace. Both were quickly fired, so we saw people turn to Doodle to see, like, what happened? What were the consequences? Were they fired? And 100% biggest news story that we saw come in this week. Oh, absolutely. And not even just those two names, but there's so many names. that I almost want to know if Google has done anything to keep track of all of the sexual assault allegations and, and stories that we've, you know, been covering ourselves for the last few months. Yeah, you're right to say that this is the next one in a very long line of incidences that we've seen and have talked about um, in these interviews from Harvey Weinstein and other names. Um, so definitely something we've seen come up again and again. And this is, as you said, the latest incident. Have you have you noticed, and this is kind of uh, not necessarily uh, off topic, but have you noticed an increase in search results or uh, search queries for things like what is sexual harassment, what is sexual assault? 
You know, we definitely see um, a lot of related queries when these sorts of things come up. I don't have particular staff on them, so can't say whether they're increasing um, statistically, although I would believe that they are. In fact, with things like these, we see companion searches really spike. Like, for example, with Matt Lauer this week, we saw a search interest in Savannah Guthrie spike by 490% on the 29th this week, mm. just because people tend to look up anything related. And I'm sure a lot of people wanted to know, like, how Savannah was feeling, how she found out how those things occurred, as well as that clip where she had announced it. So we do see things that tie in tandem tend to escalate and rise. Uh, moving on to, to far happier topics, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle were uh, trending this week. Yes, this is really exciting because they are officially engaged. However, we did see some folks on the Internet express that they're a little bit sad that Prince Harry's officially off the market. Yes. But in general, like you said, very happy news. And I know I'm really excited. What I thought was pretty funny is that in terms of search trends in the UK, the top question is actually, will we get a day off when Prince Harry gets married? I love that. And, yes, I do too. So people were definitely um, seeing what that was going to have to do with them and if they were going to get a perk out of it. But I think it's great. And the answer to that, by the way, is no. They're not as getting a day as, off. <laughs> yes. I wonder if uh, I'm assuming there was a lot of searches around like uh, the outfit she was wearing when they made the announcement, the ring that she, of course, had and how people get their hands on those things. Definitely. In fact, all of the top trending searches related to engagement ring this week in the United States all involved Meghan Markle as well. So it was like her engagement ring, her parents, like what she was wearing, all of that kind of stuff, as you said. So you know, we definitely saw an uptick there. And I wonder if you'll see an uptick in this. I, I think in the last couple of days, we were just talking about this off air with uh, with a, a, a coworker of ours that they had said when they got the night that they got engaged that they had been roasting a chicken. And uh, Ina Garten, the barefoot contessa, has a roast chicken that she calls her engagement chicken. And that is indeed what they were making. They were making Ina Garten's engagement chicken. So I'm wondering oh if you're gosh. not going to see a bunch of people looking for that recipe. Oh, of course. Well, I know I'm headed right over to right. Google right now to type that in because I'm intrigued. Isn't that interesting? Well, and who doesn't love a good roast chicken? I don't care if you're getting engaged or not. Yeah. Well, I'd get engaged to that chicken. Thank you. I'd sooner get engaged to chicken than my partner, but it's a, it's a long story. story. Not really. Uh, we're just being facetious. Bitcoin was the third thing on the list. And uh, I honestly admit, I don't know why it was trending this week. Yeah, and I would have to say that in general, Bitcoin is something that personally tends to go over my head. But it really was trending this week. In fact, reached an all-time high this week in the U.S in terms of search interest, because the prices were kind of all over the place. They soared to a record high this week, surpassing $10,000, but then naturally had the what goes up must come down effect. And they experienced a little bit of turmoil on Thursday, falling as low as $9,000. So some fluctuations there that evidently had people searching. And I'm sure one of the things that they were searching for, like I would be, is what in the heck is Bitcoin? And how do I get yes. some of those? <laughs> Absolutely. I think that that would be my first question, was my first question. And it's a digital currency that's not tied to a bank or government and allows users to spend money anonymously. So then the next question kind of comes to be, like, where can I spend Bitcoin? And interestingly enough, 
It doesn't seem to be very widely used as of yet, but Microsoft does accept it as a currency, as does Overstock.com. Oh, that's oh, interesting. really interesting. Huh. All right. I'm Now I'm Googling Bitcoin. I'll be busy over here trying to figure out You've if, given I, us lots to if I have any Bitcoins, and if I do, what I can do with them. Molly, thank you so much for joining us today. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure, and have a great weekend. You Thanks, too. Thanks, you too, Molly. That's Molly Vandenberg. She uh, she checks in with us every week to tell us what you guys have all been Googling all the ding-dang week. And uh, I, I, I have all to say, ding dang week. I'm not surprised with any of the, the topics that people were Googling. Uh, there was a lot going on this week, right? Um, yeah. And speaking yeah. of one of the items that we did talk about, we did talk about, or that we were Googling this week, it was Matt Lauer. Oh, go ahead. What? Oh, do you have a Matt Lauer story you want to share? Well, I was just going to say that that's what we're going to be talking about next. But what did you want to add? We have a moment. Well, I was just going to yeah, give you the uh, the engagement chicken. Oh, tell me about the engagement. You're going to give me engagement chicken? No, thank I'm you. Tell yes, you the Bradley. Yes, I would love to eat your engagement chicken. Oh, <laughs> okay. This week is not the week to say those words. Sorry. I'm just okay. Saying. What is the recipe? You take a four to five pound roasting chicken. Okay. And uh, some kosher salt, some ground black peppers, uh, two lemons, a head of garlic. Good olive oil, two Spanish onions, a dry white wine, chicken stock, and uh, a tablespoon of flour. Mm. And uh, really, it just sounds like um, you do some stuff, you make a thing with a thing, and it's just like a roast chicken. It's a chicken. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to be real honest. I I like chicken so much, I wouldn't even need to make it. You could just get me one of those rotisserie golden plumps from the grocery store. Although, you know, put it on a platter. Pro tip. Sure. If you get one of those rotisseries from the uh, supermarket or like mm-hmm. Costco's, you got to stick that sucker in the oven for at least 20 minutes, ah. crisp it right up. Because sometimes those rotisserie chickens get wet. Do you ever notice that? And then mm-hmm. nobody likes a wet rotisserie chicken. Am I right? True Can I get words. an amen? Amen. Okay, good. Bradley Trainer. No, I'm serious. <clears throat> All right. Well, as I said, pre-chicken, mm. uh, we w- people were Googling uh, Matt Lauer all uh, the last couple days, I would say, since Wednesday. And um, we're sort of now to a new chapter in this story. And people who have been affiliated or friendly with Matt Lauer in the past are going to be speaking up about his character, including but not limited to his ex-wife. And Bradley is going to tell us all about what his ex-wife has come forward to say uh, about Matt Lauer. You're going to have opinions. And you are going to have opinions. And uh, and we will talk about that and kind of what the next phase of this sexual assault wave is probably going to be. Mm. We're going to make Bradley's going to make a prediction. We're going to try to get yeah, ourselves ready my for crystal it. Balls. Okay, we'll be back after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Talk 1071. Everything. But you are, Blanche. You are in that chair. Entertainment.